Hi, I'm Carl Malloy, the instructor for Music 407-507 Computer Music Seminar. Tonight, the students from my class will be presenting some projects they've been working on called Blender Phonics. Most of you will probably be wondering what a Blender Phonic is. The term Blender Phonic was coined by Canadian composer John Oswald in 1985 in his essay titled Blender Phonics, or Audio Piracy as a Compositional Prerogative. The concept behind them is simple. You take a track, and then you slice, and you dice, and you rework the audio until you have a whole new piece of music. Sometimes you can clearly hear the original song in the new track, and sometimes it's kind of hidden. Sometimes Plunder Phonics are made to subvert the original track in some way in order to make a statement, and sometimes they're humorous, and other times it's just a method to, of doing some sonic exploration. The original Blender Phonics were quite controversial due to copyright, since they consisted solely of unlicensed samples. And all of our projects tonight will also consist of unlicensed samples, but since they're educational projects, we can kind of get away with it. The original albums made by Oswald were never sold for money, but the Canadian Recording Industry Association threatened to sue on behalf of some of their clients, like Michael Jackson, and so all copies that he had left at that time in the 80s were destroyed. Nonetheless, there is a plunderphonic subculture out there, and the practice uh, serves as a good exercise for students in creativity and applying the production skills they've been working on. The students in this class each chose their own track and had to use only that as their source material. From there, they could use any tools to manipulate the sounds from that track in any way they wanted, but they could not take sounds from other sources. With limitations like these, they often had to be quite ingenious in finding ways to create bass drums and snare drums and hi-hats and all sorts of weird sounds and just other ways of mangling these sounds. And yeah, they're very, very creative when they were doing this. So the tracks they will be presenting vary quite widely. You will hear some ambient ones, some that sound like film scores, some that sound like dark and twisted versions of pop songs, and some that sound like EDM. They've spent a lot of time working on these as the process is quite time consuming, and I'm really happy with all the work they've done. I hope you find it interesting. So finally, we'd like to say thank you to Troy and CFUV for hosting us and to you for listening and yeah we hope you enjoy have a great night hi my name is jesus Jwani, and my plunder phonic is based off of the song everybody by the backstreet boys here's a short snippet of the original track This song is a favorite of mine, so my thought process when beginning the project was to manipulate it in such a way that I would still be interested in the new version. I decided to take the abstract route with my track, and since the original has a lot of repetitive sections, I plundered as much as I could to diversify the sounds of the finished track.
I used FL Studio and utilized many of the native effects and plugins, such as EQ, delay, reverb, pitch shifting, and time stretching to achieve the sounds I wanted. One specific plugin that helped me bring depth to my track was Valhalla Supermassive. The quality of reverb was amazing and I applied it throughout my track to give it a living, breathing feeling. I also did some filtering in Max MSP to precisely isolate some of the lowest frequencies like the heavy bass, for example. Overall, I learned a lot about production and sound manipulation, and this project was another reminder that there are always endless possibilities with music. Now, here comes my final product. Enjoy. So for my Plunderphonic, I chose my favorite Carpenter song called Let Me Be The One. 
which uh, if you're into harmony, it, it really returns to these Lydian four chord moments a lot, which is also my favorite modality. And then the piece itself is, it's a love song, but it's quite pleading and it's quite melancholy. So I kind of wanted to really lean into those and make it this beautiful, more elegiac thing. Uh, so I played with just mainly time-based effects, stretching out time, playback, slowing things down, uh, using delays, reverbs. And I kind of used this hip-hop sampling thing where I just took this moment of harmony and repeat that forever, and that becomes the new formal basis of the music. And that kind of all continues and, and builds into this much more ambient, much more atmospheric, really stretched out texture where delays and reverbs and everything turns into this shimmering sort of angelic mass, uh, which I achieved using something called Paul Stretch, uh, which is really cool time-stretching plugin. Uh, but yeah, I'll just... Here's a little bit of the song to show you what I'm working with and then play the piece.
Hey guys, my name's Lindsay, um, and the song I chose for my plunder phonic is Strange Fruit by Billie Holiday. For those of you who don't know the song, here's a clip of the original version. Southern trees bear a strange fruit, blood on the leaves, and blood at the Black bodies swinging in the southern breeze. Strange fruit hanging from the poplar tree. She actually recorded multiple versions of this song with different recording companies, some live, some not. And the reason I chose this one was because I liked the intro. I thought um, it was a long intro with just piano and some trumpet. And I thought that those two instruments would, would make up a nice accompaniment backing track that I could sort of play around with for the piece, and then I could isolate the vocals. Um, and in the vocals, I noticed that there was a little bit more emotion in her voice, and I thought that that would convey the message that I wanted to convey. The modifications that I made were fairly simple. Um, the song itself is about racism and the lynching of black people in the United States, which is a very heavy message that is still very relevant today. And for this reason, I decided to keep the integrity of that message intact and not do something like modify the song to sound really upbeat or happy. I didn't think that that would be appropriate. So the main technique I used for these modifications was time stretching. There's a little drone loop going on in the background for most of the song that you'll hear. Um, that is from the very first piano chord that's played before she sings, and I used automation and reverb and time stretching to give it a little bit more shape. Um, the rest of the elements, they're just a combination of those techniques that I already mentioned. I, I found it a bit difficult to isolate the piano from the other instruments once she had started singing, but I think when you listen to it all together with all the other elements, uh, you get the general idea. So here is my plunder phonic. Hope you enjoy.
Hello, my name is Logan Wood, and I'm a fourth-year student in the Combined Program of Music and Computer Science here at UVic. My Plunder Phonic samples Romance by Hiroshi Suzuki. It's a Japanese jazz piece from the 1970s featuring laid-back drums, smooth keys, and groovy bass. Let's listen to some excerpts of the source material. My plundered version of this piece completely changes the atmosphere. I chose to plunder in an old-school hip-hop style. I began with several snippets of potential audio and began piecing them together. The drums were by far the hardest part to sample, but in the end I'm super happy with how it turned out. Here it is.
Hi there, my name is Grayson Leonard, and my plunderphonic is titled Songbird. It's composed entirely of samples from the indie rock song Something to Believe in by Young the Giant. Here are a few clips of the original. I chose this song as a source for my plunderphonic because of its plentiful and relatively soloed melodic and percussive sections. An example of a soloed section is heard at two minutes into the song. In the midst of a loud rocking verse, all of the instruments are cut out except for the voices, where they perform a rising harmony into the chorus. Moments like this were perfect opportunities to sample from my own creation. Here's a snippet of that section. My overall approach to the composition was a trial and error of incrementally layering samples and joining parts until I was satisfied with how they sounded together. In Reaper, sampling, filtering, and automation were the most effective production techniques used when creating my plunderphonic. An example of these being used can be heard in the chorus. By sampling and filtering a short guitar note and then applying automated effects, I was able to create a massive synth pad. Finally, let's take a listen to Songbird.
Hello everyone, my name is Ken Koswick and I sampled Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen for my Plunder Phonic. Um, I was interested in taking something very recognizable and popular and making something vastly different out of it, um, but also allowing elements of the original to poke through at times to kind of make it strangely familiar to the listener. Um, yeah, so my original idea was to take the first line of the song, Is This the Real Life, and make something super dreamy and trippy out of it. But as I started um, playing around with it, I got a bunch of new ideas. And I remember hearing that when Queen wrote Bohemian Rhapsody, it started as a bunch of unfinished songs that they later glued together. And I don't know if that's true, but I thought it was really cool. So I decided to approach the Plunderphonic in the same way. So I decided to start by making three or four mini songs and later stitch it together to make one cohesive song and uh, I used a lot of keyboard sampling um, pitching things up and down to create new melodic content but um, also adding just a bunch of effects like um, tape delay some reverbs distortion and just all that fun stuff um, yeah and I had a lot of fun making it um, in fact I enjoyed it so much that I think I'm going to use the ending of the song and make a, you know a brand new song out of just that section so it was, uh, yeah, super fun. Also, if you want to check out any of my other music, you can find it online um, under the name Ken Cosmic, and that's Cosmic with a K, and you can find that on SoundCloud or Spotify. So, um, yeah, without further ado, here's my Plunderphonic. Hope you enjoy. <laughs>
Hey, I'm Sonia. I'm in my fourth year of the Music and Computer Science program at UVic. For my plunderphonic material, I chose the song Lullabies by Yuna. It's this ethereal pop song with a slow rocking beat and a lot of focus on the lead vocal. My goal is to create a dancey EDM remix reminiscent of Adventure Club, Canadian DJs who made some popular remixes of Yuna songs in 2013. For my process, I started by using Spleter, a source separation library to separate the vocals, drums, and melodic content. I chopped up the vocals and made a new melody, as well as some rhythmic vocal components. I wanted to honor the vocals by not messing with them too much, but I added some pitched vocals in a few places. I sampled the kick, snare, and keys using the Logic Quick Sampler and made a new beat with a faster tempo. I also used the sampler to create some pitched snares and hi-hats. I had a lot of fun working on this, and I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. Hope you enjoy! This is in my life, go away with me. 
Hi everybody, my name is Bryce Menny, and the piece that I chose to plunder is Creedence Clearwater Revival's Commotion. Let's listen to some clips from it first. So, Commotion is essentially a pack of boys from California trying to rile up the bayou, and it really lives up to its name. It's a bit of a barn burner. But I wanted to take my plunder in the opposite direction. So, I took inspiration from Brian Eno's ambient pieces, like Music for Airports, and this started life as an attempt at that. But as it progressed, it sort of waned from that direction, and I'm not too sure what to call it anymore. I created the sounds by taking different samples and using them in different ways. One being Paul Stretch, which I'm sure is being mentioned already in this program, but if it hasn't, it's essentially a plugin that stretches sounds to incredibly long lengths, making them sound washed out and very ambient in most cases. Besides that, I took a sample of the end of the song and it sort of sounded like an organ and it would play back at different rates based on which note I would play on the sampler. So that created this polyrhythmic pattern. And besides that, I created a hi-hat by sampling the cymbals and the hi-hat from the song and played multiple samples back at different rates to create sort of a uh, syncopated rhythm. And then for the synthesizer, I used Ableton's Wavetable, which essentially takes a track and finds waves within it and then plays them back continuously so that a single wave sounds like a tone. And then I'd play different notes through a sampler and uh, yeah, essentially create a uh, hopefully convincing synthesizer. Those basically make up the bulk of the song and I hope you enjoy.
Hey everyone, my name is Lindsay. I'm in the Music and Computer Science Combined Program. For my Plunder Phonic, the song I chose is Strawberry Fields Forever by the Beatles. It is a psychedelic rock song that utilized a lot of tape effects like loops, time reversals, and superimposition. I chose this song because the vision I had for my Plunder Phonic was for it to be psychedelic and chaotic, and I thought this source material gave me a lot to work with. Here's some short excerpts from the song. Let me take you down One quality I really wanted to maintain from the original was the inconsistency and unexpectedness. To achieve this, I wanted to have distinct sections, but also have some repeated material throughout to give it more cohesion. I used time stretching, time reversal, and reverb to give certain parts a different feel and to differentiate them. I wanted to experiment with different textures, leaving certain parts more thin, and in other areas, building up the texture to add some tension. I also used pitch shifting, EQ, and other filters to change the qualities of different instrumental parts. Because the different parts of the song have totally unique feels, it was really fun to rearrange and pair certain elements to create a totally different but equally trippy song. I hope you guys enjoy! Hi, I'm Trevor. 
for my Plunderphonic, I chose to use the music from Star Wars as my source material. This track is called The Battle of Yavin. It's by John Williams, and it's the music that plays in the original Star Wars movie when the rebels go and blow up the Death Star. Here's a few clips from the original recording. My idea was to take this old-fashioned sounding orchestral piece and make a spacey, sci-fi, electronic piece out of it. My project incorporated a visual component as well, in that I wrote the piece so that it could be synced up to the same scene in the movie to create a new soundtrack for that scene. I started off by taking tiny clips of the original John Williams recording and loading them into Alchemy, which is this synth uh, sampler hybrid made by Apple. For example, uh, here is a horn section playing a really loud note. I loaded the sample into Alchemy and created a seamless loop of the horn blasting. Then I added a bandpass filter to cut out the low and high frequencies in the sound. Then I changed the volume envelope to make it sound more like a string being plucked than a horn section. Next I looped it using an arpeggiator effect and then added some delay and reverb. And now I have this cool electronic texture that I can play around with on my piano keyboard. This is just one sound that I made, but I had a lot of fun making different synth patches like this and then writing a piece that incorporated all of them. Unfortunately for anyone listening, you won't get to see the visuals that go along with my Plunderphonic, but I think the idea is still conveyed in the music. If you haven't seen Star Wars, just picture a big space battle.
Hey, this is Chris Clark. I'm here to talk about my Plunder Phonic of the Interstellar theme. I chose the Interstellar theme. I figured the movie score is pretty iconic by Hans Zimmer. And I really like that line in the movie where they go, those are mountains, they're waves. So I figured I could cut that out and use it as kind of a tag in my piece. For anyone familiar, I actually used Splitter for that, and it worked out really well. I'll play a little of both the score itself and the soundtrack for you with the dialogue. Here you'll hear the clock ticking sound, which is a pretty important piece of the score. In creating this plunderphonic, my goal was to stay as fairly true to the original form of the piece and um, feel of the piece, in that it's a very intense moment in the movie. They're stranded on this planet and they're about to be washed over by a gigantic wave. And so there's a, a lot of tension building and I wanted to s capture that idea and build something that, that builds up, has kind of a big crash and then comes down in a really intense moment. As far as composing goes, I was mostly inspired by the sounds themselves so I played around with time stretching and chopping up certain parts. Not too much in the way of granular synthesis, which I know is a common way to go about the plunderphonic, but I chose to try and stick with the original sounds in different time variations and samples. So here is my plunderphonic of the interstellar theme. Those aren't mountains. No way. <laughs> 